Hello and welcome to the Anxious Conservative Podcast. I'm Liam here, a contributor to the website twitter.com and I'm joined as always by my uh, co-host, co-proprietress, Monique uh, Poirier <laughs> of the Auckland Ratepayers Alliance and, uh, and an occasional blogger. So how's things going, Monique? Good, good, good. Back to blogging this weekend. Back to blogging this weekend and back to the podcast. Yep. You know, we've had a yep. lot of... We've had Back a lot of requests. Work. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, we've had members of parliament asking, you know, when the next <laughs> one's coming out. So the pot, the pot is growing in, uh, in political influence. Um, it is. Yeah, and, and this week uh, we're actually, you know, we're, well, we are a, conserv- a, a podcast about centre-right politics and, uh, and anxiety, as we're both quite anxious people. Uh, but uh, this week we are joined by a mutual friend who is not a conservative, but who's got some interesting <laughs> things to say. And uh, that is uh, uh, Danielle Selman uh, Julian. And uh, Danielle is a uh, has an advanced degree in, uh, in in media and communications and that sort of thing, and has written extensively in the past about the uh, press secretaryship of Sean Spicer and is currently working on uh, media representations of our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. So how are things, Danny? Did I get that right? Kia ora. Yes, you did. That is is my name. I was wondering which one you'd pick, but you went with all of them, so I love it. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're nothing Um, comprehensive. We love it. We love our formalities. Exactly. I can't use um, those, like, cybersecurity question of like what's your mother's middle name because I've just publicly told everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very insecure and um and so yeah. and so you're doing you're um you're completing a doctorate at AUT is that right yes I am um shout out AUT they don't know I'm doing this so <laughs> <laughs> so how uh, I'll just <laughs> how far into it are you say anything at all. uh I'm about a year in um right. And yeah, so I started in February 2020. Yeah. I had three weeks of regular going into uni before um, the COVID-19 lockdown mm. sort of happened and that changed everything. And I mean, I think it was the 23rd of March, I sort of called my supervisor and I said, hey, this COVID thing, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think I need to talk about it in my thesis. And he was like, yeah, I think you do. So then I decided to rearrange my entire thesis to include COVID and that, yeah, that sort of tacked on some words. So I'm sort of looking at as well how Jacinda Ardern's leadership around COVID is represented, like, and also, you know, through her gender and how she was seen um, doing videos at home, you know, wearing that, that green sweatshirt just looking really relaxed which isn't something I can really imagine Scott Morrison no Scott no no <laughs> I mean you're right and, and I mean it's I mean it's quite defining for the prime minister isn't it the fact that yes uh, what's happened in the last year and the sort of unprecedented amount of um sort of visible leadership she's she she assumed over the year and you know, I mean, most politicians would um, would would probably kill for that kind of exposure. Probably not kill. They wouldn't probably wouldn't kill for the crisis, um, and and having your prime ministership sort of it, what you want to do derailed by having to deal with a pandemic. But uh, you know, like yeah. it's it, like not like no other politician in the world. She's been in our living rooms in the last twelve years. Exactly. I think she's. If Kennedy changed politics, 
when the tele- when the TV came in, and I guess Trump sort of changed it with the idea of tweets. I th- would say yeah. Jacinda Ardern is changing the way political communication happens with live streams, yeah. um, which is yeah, and Facebook Live, which is twofold as well because you've got the um, Christchurch call too, which mm-hmm. came in. So that's something I've noticed that's really different with. Um, her pregnancy and with COVID-19 and with Fakati, she was very active online saying, this is what I've done today. You know, this is the action I've taken. How are you feeling sort of and as, a, as a way of parasocially checking in with the constituents? But because uh, Facebook and online was such a massive part of the attack with the mosque mm-hmm. attacks broadcasting it, the manifesto, you really saw a pull away um yeah and so it's interesting to see how politics has played out through these different mediums uh let me know if i'm sounding too like no no a bit oh, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. i'm just conscious of on, on a podcast it's gonna notionally be about gender a little bit i'm like i don't want to do my normal yeah. thing of just talking over um, my name <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it would be even more ironic than usual. So, <laughs> well, well, what do you think, Monique? I mean, you, you presumably, I mean, you know, whether or not you like the Prime Minister that in particular, um, you know, it's been a pretty extraordinary year. I mean, what do you have any thoughts on what sort of Danny's sort of out, laid out? I mean, um, it's undeniable that people who don't necessarily watch the news or watch um, the 1p or you must suppose everyone was watching 1pms but people who watch um, live streams on the news from prime ministers are likely to head towards um, live streams on Facebook and Instagram does she do Instagram or is it just Facebook I think it's mainly Facebook sometimes it goes through on Instagram but Facebook's really her real remit she only really uses Twitter as well to say that yeah. she's sorry that someone yeah. died. Oh, just yeah. gonna, I was just um, going to say, like, she neglects us totally. She doesn't even periscope or, you know, use any Twitter functionality. Okay, well, no no politician should use Twitter, so she's actually doing the right thing there. <laughs> yeah, I, will, I, mean, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think when it comes to lives, um, when you're trying to reach a younger generation, it's pretty smart, yeah. and I'll give yeah. her that. Yeah. And what do, you think about, what do you think about Twitter, Danny? It's just a you know, is that a, a more hostile forum? And, you know, whereas, you know, because there's so many jerks on Twitter, you know, like we're all neurotic shut-ins. Yeah. Although there are a lot of jerks on Facebook, though. They're pretty I, nasty on there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. when I tune into the the Prime Minister's Facebook Lives, which I've done, admittedly, I've only done twice, mm. to, um, to ask her <laughs> what her favourite Gremlins movie was, um, and she didn't answer either time. <laughs> Everyone else was just sending like love hearts and saying that, you know, we love you, yeah. we love you. I mean, it just seems to yeah. be a bit more of the place for normies. I did see yeah. something pop up um, today of like groups you should join. And it was something saying um, our prime minister's bestest fans or something <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, and it's, it's, it's a space where you can like support and give aroha to the Prime Minister, um, which is really infantilizing in a way. Well, I don't know, it just doesn't feel... It, I mean, it's it's definitely gendered. Like, I don't think John Key would have... No. When cheerleaders. It, it, it really frustrates me when I see people defending her because they say, oh, you know, she's a young mum who needs a break. Get, you know, she is one of the most strong, strongest people 
in this country, if not the strongest. Yeah. She does not need defending in that sort of way. She's never asked for it, has yeah. she? I mean, but look, no. I, if, if I was going to, like, and so both, I have no expertise in um, the area of being a woman or um, in media analysis or studies. <laughs> so I've sort of been thinking about how there are kind of, in my view, um, like three types of gendered coverage of the prime minister that I sort of noticed and picked up on. So one is the most obvious and probably don't need to go into it so much because it will annoy our um, listeners. But um, so one is mm. the sort of troglodyte right wing sort of take, which is, you know, it's incredibly demeaning, you know, like it's to talk about the prime minister, like she's a little girl, you know, it's, I guess yeah. it's the pretty little communist um, mm. attitude, but, you know, in media and, you know, it's not, it's not, it's gendered. It's not this, this sort of coverage doesn't always yeah. only come from men though. And, you know, it's, can be no. quite snark, sort of snarky and dismissive from women, but that's definitely something that I mean we all know about it because, you know, it's um it's in our it's very in your face. But the other one, mm. the, the other two, I should say, that I've noticed, and that they are on the different, the very different types. And so the one that's more benign, I think, is sort of older. It's a generational thing, I think. Older people, um, sort of treating the prime minister like she's a favorite favorite niece. Or like this golden, you know, mm. the, the head, the, the niece yeah. who's the head girl, you know, and, you know, can, can do no yeah. wrong. And she's just so great. And it's, that's probably, that's obviously more benign, but if you, it's still sort of patronizing a little bit. And then the third yeah. one, which I really talk about the most is like boom, boomer libs, men, male boomer libs who like treat the prime minister or talk about the prime minister like, um, she is the hot friend of one of their daughters and you know mm, like we've all yeah. sort of just got that vibe of sort of you know not necessarily creepy but over familiar male pundits I mean is that mm. in your research Jenny is that those sort of themes things that you've come across do you agree with that that is definitely something I come across I've come across I look at both punditry and sort of straight news um that's another bugbear I'd like to hash out as well at some point when people type this is not news to an opinion column yeah. it's an opinion column <laughs> it's not like it's just published but yeah but that's by the by um <laughs> yeah, uh, so you, don't, you don't need you don't need to tell me twice i mean the number of times i've got yeah. you call this journalism like i've never called it journalism. <laughs> it's an opinion um yeah. yeah well actually i because i used to be a pr um person and how I discovered Liam on Twitter was um he was in our master media list <laughs> and oh. it had his Twitter handle there and I clicked on it because you know, I was like oh I should find some like new people to follow <laughs> his name was there so I was like hey um but and that was the beginning and and and, and your replies were, and your replies were always just so consistently good I was like right this is someone I've got to follow back this this, yeah. is, this is this is like right on my Ben Thomas wavelength of people that I'm going to enjoy following oh, there's, like okay, a, a... there's an all there's a little Auckland clique of sort of 20 20 something political Twitter and you guys are both in it and Danny you're, we are and your boyfriend yeah, we are. Danny who's shouldn't be he's in it but he shouldn't be he's 30 so like he should be yeah well i mean sam grove is in it too and he's allegedly 30. in his 30s 
He's not he's in like it. 45 now. He, that's right. <laughs> yeah. he, is, he, he is like, he's, first of all, he lives in New Plymouth. So, yeah. he's, although he's coming up on the weekend and we're all meeting is. him. Okay. Yeah. He, he, have you seen the movie Dazed and Confused? No. He's like, he's um, like, what is it? He's like, oh my, so, you know, he's, let's see, it's, I'm old. My references don't make no sense to you. So this is why I'm not in the group, but I do consider myself to be an honorary friend of the group. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You're like uncle of the group, Liam. Yeah. I'm the yeah. out of touch uncle, but, but we, but yeah. we, 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 we digress um, in yeah. terms of, um, in terms of the gendered coverage of uh, Dern. I mean, that's, I mean, those, those are just three sort of categories that I've noticed. I mean, what, what, like, am I, is, are they the obvious ones? Are there other, um, could you, could you give a, a, a basic opinion on, you know, like um, on, on what, oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Could you give us a basic opinion on that, on, on what types of flavors of gender, gender coverage the prime minister gets? One thing I would say as well, and I'd point out, especially if you look at the coverage uh, of the birth of Neve, um, Neve Teraha, her daughter, um, is it's very similar to the reportage on um, Duchess, the Duchesses, you know, Megan, um, Kate, when they give when they gave birth. I wouldn't say it was exactly Prince George level of like this is the future king, but it was definitely on the level of say, like Meghan Markle giving birth, there was sort of that fanfare and that interest going on of what gifts had they gotten. Yeah, Yeah. it was like our own royal baby. Yeah, and so so the interesting thing about that is you can, you know, obviously um, the royal family has sort of evolved into having this sort of celebrified sort of coverage. Mm And the, it's happened to the prime. Yeah. It's, it's, it's happened to the prime minister, but it's not like it's only happened to our prime minister. So you know, Barack Obama was obviously no. a pretty big celebrity in his own right. But the yeah, as a man, the nature of the it's interesting that the nature of the celebrity coverage yeah. of the prime minister is very much follows that tabloid new you know that kind of um, exclusive picks, as you say, the the yeah. Duchess of 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 Cambridge or the Duchess of Sussex kind of vibe mm. instead of the way that Barack Obama got which was more being covered like a sports like a like an NBA basketball player yeah I would say NBA basketball player or like an elite businessman that yep. hasn't been bankrupted five times um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that that was a not so subtle um chump joke hey, oh it's somebody um, <laughs> <laughs> um Danny, he's never been corporate he's never been personally bankrupted that only his businesses all right have kept yeah some, have needed to go through some restructuring <laughs> yeah sure he's a very successful sure. businessman <laughs> he himself personally Whatever very successful businessman yeah. yeah um my father just gave me a small loan of a million dollars yeah that's right <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> Did, didn't yours yeah. um <laughs> No, yeah, I got two million actually. Yeah, well, my I mean, oh. my dad, my dad was uh, my dad, who's recovering from an operation, still was here yesterday helping me put up, um, uh, you know, like a outdoor blinds around my house, and basically when I say, oh Liam, when, come on, when, he, when I say helping me out, I was holding the um, screws and passing them to him in the right order as he was doing all the heavy lifting in the bed. I know. Oh. So I'm I'm the mm-hmm. Donald Trump of you know in that regard because yeah you know. no you're like you're like the um you're like the Eric Trump or you're like even worse oh, at least make the Trump Junior at least or Baron 
No, you're yeah, Baron doesn't do anything. So <laughs> <laughs> no, because Jared actually did some work. Oh, oh yeah, he did bring peace to the Middle East. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> One of the great crowning achievements of the Trump movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like you know, there was one riot, and but and, and everyone forgets all the peace that he created. So, you know, that's a um, mm. you know, that's just that's just how the media is. This is a shame, isn't it? Um, no. <laughs> I might, I might Look, I'm not sure Danny's taking that. Yeah, I know. But that's, uh, I, you know, I'm not I'm not on a good wavelength for this joke. Um, <laughs> I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like it needs a full disclaimer, like the past three yes, minutes. You know, I was, I was you <laughs> sack the national legislature once, and no one even lets you forget about it. Like it hasn't happened <laughs> to all of us. <laughs> okay, so then we all just. So I mean, yeah. is, is this a pro- is this a problem? I mean, the pro- it hasn't hurt the prime minister, Danny. She's oh, she's insanely popular. She just won a um, massive. Yeah with a you know record-breaking uh, uh, absolute majority so i mean is it is it a is, is this gendered coverage is it a drag on her is it a help is it something that's wrong for its own sake or is it something that's maybe that sort of damages the prospects of women in, in politics i would call it a double-edged sword i think that it is well it's personally can sort of provoke an egg on her own success those weren't the right words but roll with me um you do sort of <laughs> get you know policy re- policy reporting has really been affected you're not hearing mm. what policy but also yeah. by the same uh virtue you must admit there was no policy last election um mm. and so it is really becoming more of a presidential style so um my the my master's was done pretty much on exactly just this and I compared the 28 uh 2008 and the 2017 elections on policy versus non-policy and the degree at which um media was covering them and the difference between 2008 and 2017 alone um and how the election in 2017 was presidentialized was was massive the difference yeah um and so i can only imagine looking at 2020 that the difference would then again be even more so i feel very and i think go on sorry I'll, I'll cut out all the crosswalk so go on okay so while i feel that you know there was COVID 19 pandemic you know ramping on um it is in my opinion, kind of pathetic to not at least have some policy, some more policy or some mm. aim. But it is hard when you're in government to be to say this is what we want to do next and not have the questions of why aren't you doing that now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's yeah. That, that's always going to be a problem a, a a problem for incumbents. And yeah, you know, I, I remember people always used to as an old man. I used to remember back in the olden days when. Um, <laughs> nice man john keeve was the prime minister as at the um they used to call him smile and wave i don't know if you guys remember that but there was always mm-hmm. the knock on him was, that yes. he was you know he was just congenial he was like your um your dad's friend who was an accountant you know like sort of goofy lame dad but you know who was had some sort of co- some sort of you know business you know uh sort of a competence aura around him but didn't really have any substance apart from just you know being a sort of genial guy um, but yeah. 
but he again he like he won three elections and he increased the share yeah. of the vote every time. So clearly that politicians yeah. have cottoned on to the fact that if you present a small target, you know, there's there's less to hit you on, you know. So I mean it's not yeah. gonna change yeah. anytime soon, right? And, and I mean I'm gonna say I, I I've voted national twice as well. <gasps> Didn't you know? <laughs> you um, traitor. <laughs> Come on. I, I grew I grew up in the Botany area, so um, it's, yeah, I've got, you know. I don't know if you want to tie yourself to that. Yeah, Jamie Lee Ross country. No. Um, (laughs) He did once call me a great asset to the community. Um, Oh, gosh. And then he followed it up with, he he said Danny or Michaela, um, which is my best friend's (laughs) name. He couldn't, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, you nearly got there. Um, But yeah, so basically I'm just from, let's just say I'm from an East Auckland area that has a large national majority. Mm. Um, If we don't want to disclose my, (laughs) yeah. That's fine. Please please disclose your your address, home phone number, you know, daily routine. Dox yourself, please. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'll just dox myself so they can come after me. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's that's really interesting. I mean, the other thing I just kind of want to talk about a little bit about was, um, you know, like, so, you know, obviously, you know, Monique's a pretty good friend of both of ours, I'd say. And um, like, like she, she was, you know, Monique was getting quite, it was, was quite getting quite attacked this week on Twitter by sort of a- angry people. And like, yeah. I, I just know from, you know, having no, knowing a few females around, you know, um, how, how rough they find it online compared to men. And I just say, like, I look at my friends who show me their DMs, who are, you know, who are, and and compared to what I get. So I'm in, every now and then I've been in the, on media and things, and I attract, um, you know, really sort of mean comments and everything, but it's nothing like the volume and presumptuousness of what you're exposed to online in DMs if you're, you know, if you're a chick. And, um, you know, if you, if you can say that. And, um, yeah. you know, I was wondering, do, do you guys get horrible DMs like that or just, like just overt requests for uh, nude photos or, you know, or, or hookups or something. So definitely in my first kind of few months, I was getting them multiple times a day. I feel as the, the further on in my Twitter life I've got, um, the stronger I potentially appear and um, they definitely have lessened that or I've just blocked all the yucky people. Um, but yeah, I, they've definitely slowed down. I do get them on Facebook though. So they've kind of found me in different ways. This is um, but I'm, 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 are these unsolicited political? Unsolicited. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And there are also some, there are also some ones, um, unfortunately from people that I thought I had, um, good twin relationships with and then have creeped me out and I've had to block them, which is kind of sad because I thought, you know, we were all good. Um, but I know Danny gets them now. I've seen. So yeah, I, I, I I've, seen just, I've seen Danny get get a yeah. comments on Maine. You know, like. You yeah. Know. No, I get. Mm. I mine are more on Maine. I once had a guy tell me that I like an old man in his seventies say that I should get a tamako and be New Zealander of the year simply of the virtue that I was wearing a Greens branded sweatshirt. Yeah. Um, which I remember that. I, I remember that sorted episode. Yeah, and as someone who fuck a papa Modi, it's you know it is I it was very offensive, and that definitely copped a block. Um, 
along with the fact that obviously, as you know, previously mentioned, my boyfriend Nick came in and said, hey, like, that's not cool. And then, you know, off, and he has done that a few times that like, I haven't seen it on main. He's sort of come up and saying, being like, hey, why don't you respect women? Yeah. And then, you know, they, they come up and being like, who are you? Like, can't this woman fight for herself? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. He's, yeah. Um, and that's, uh, that's, and it, that, that's a hard one too, a little bit. I mean, not to make this all about the troubles yeah. of men, but you, we remember when, um, <laughs> do you remember when um, Clark Gayford used to sort of wade in and defend the Prime Minister? Mm. And, you know, like, yeah. like arguments with people on Twitter. And I was like, you know, and as Monique said, you know, like she's, I mean, as far as I know, Adern never asked for it. And, you know, no, that itself so. is kind of, that itself is kind of a belittling thing to do sometimes how, with people about it. How, however, one way I think of it, I mean, I think of myself as very strong, so I can put up, I can put up with it and often laugh at it and then defend myself. And I yeah. often say to people, you know, I, I can do that. But then at times you actually do need to stuck, stick up for other women as well. Um, yeah. Because... Um, you know, not everyone is strong and that's okay. Um, but sometimes it is actually important to jump in. However, yeah. I will say that I think our prime minister is one of those strong ones who doesn't need defending. Yeah. Did your um, boyfriend who will remain nameless um, threaten to be fire? <laughs> uh, no. Um, Would that be I appreciated if people did that? Uh, no. Um, so <laughs> I have an older brother who already regularly like threatens to do that. So mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> it is the job of older brothers. Up. Yeah. Um, and he is uh well older as well. So yeah, excellent. Well, I mean, I think you know, like obviously you shouldn't do it, but like I do think yeah. one thing is family, you know, you're always gonna have your back, the back of your brothers and mm. sisters like, unconditionally, right? I mean, it's one of the Few yeah. benefits of being in a family. And there are lots of drawbacks, but you know, you have, mm. the fact that you've always got someone who's got your back is important. Mm. I'm sorry, Monique doesn't have any brothers and sisters, so no. Well, However, I will say, um, got some cats, though. <laughs> I will <laughs> say that it was nice to see. It is nice. I, I'll often, um, if I get attacked online on Twitter, I'll often retweet it, um, and it is nice to see people rush to my defense quite often so that that gives me some yeah. kind of comfort um and my my little Auckland slash New Plymouth slash Wellington Twitter group we always have each other's back so that's always yeah. good as well but your uncle yeah, to we, the group your uncle um but at one point we were referred to as the group on um NZ poll Twitter that will just always gas each other up um <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I've had some. I've, yeah. had some I've, had some, I've had some. I've had some complaints about your boyfriend lately, like just not being respectful <laughs> enough for okay. more, more established Twitter users. Yeah. So okay. I think you have a word to him about that. You know, like he. I will. He needs to be a bit more. He needs to do some things that are a bit more notable outside of Twitter before he like um, uh, uh, is, uh, just credit um, just disagrees with people so much. That's the feed. Not, that's not coming from me. I think he's great. That's just the feedback. Many people are saying, you know, many people are saying that that's okay. sort out. So any if any if it's yeah. along those lines, look, just follow Josh Kerwin and Francisco Hernando's lead. They're very polite. Um, you know, I, I'll I'll work that conversation in when I try and make him eat broccoli. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
actually be really fun because we actually running out of time. So we we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, this is actually I reckon this has been our best podcast so far, Liam. Yeah, I, I oh. agree. It's because of this new microphone that I've got. <laughs> Definitely. I've actually already gone on Kmart and I can see that there is one at my local Kmart, so I'll be buying Ooh. one tomorrow. For 45 bucks. Yep. Kmart's awesome, eh? Like, I know that it's probably all made in, like, a sort of sweatshop or, you know, like a slave factory in China, but you can't beat the price. Kmart is the best. Do you have Kmart? Do you, yeah. do you have many Kmarts in Auckland? Yeah, um, many. Like, 10? Many. There's one down the road from where I live. Um, yeah. It's said to be the only draw card of the suburb of where I live. There's a Kmart? The Botany one. There's a Kmart yep. in Central Palmerston North, but there's no Kmart in, um, like, in the actual Wellington city itself. Do you know? I had yeah. a friend. So I was in Wellington Tuesday, Wednesday, and I had a friend call me and say, "Hey, if there's a Kmart near you, do you mind going in and picking this up because it's not available available in Auckland?" And I was like, "This is Wellington, mate. There ain't any Kmart locally. Yep. <laughs> no Kmart's and very few petrol stations in Wellington." God, this chat's going really fast. And and and, <laughs> and lots of shit on the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, lots of shit, yeah. Have to, that was the first, that was the first swear Kester, of the podcast. Yeah. Minnie has to swear, otherwise we lose our explicit ratings. So <laughs> we wouldn't want yeah. to, to be listening to the podcast, so it's important that she got that in. Um, no, well, look, well, well, listen, I actually have really enjoyed it, um, so we should have you on again. But so, but, but oh, we, how, long, how, how long till we, we become Dr. Danielle Selman-Julian? <laughs> at least another um two I'd years another three three probably three mm. okay so, yeah, so i can't I, um so i can't send you weird spots and lumps on my arm and you know and body <laughs> to give me a diagnosis for another few years yeah no um another few years yet um and then then i'll be able to inspect your mouths yeah, um, <laughs> yeah does, can I, just ask I hope them? you haven't got any now, Liam, because you'll be dead in a three years' time, probably. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I've, um, I've had somebody who's, who's like, he'd say, don't call them, do you know, like talking about medical doctors, saying, don't call them yeah. doctors, call them physicians. They don't have doctorates. Mm. And, you know, because they don't have doctorates. So it's, you know, like, you're getting oh. a doctorate. Does, does, it, does it annoy yeah. you for doctors to, like, medical doctors to appropriate that term? Like, you know, like everyone, no. says, everyone says you shouldn't be a doctor, you know, you shouldn't call yourself a doctor and people will think you're a medical doctor, but shouldn't they like give up the title doctor unless they have doctorates? Uh, I am happy with the word. I think doctors do an amazing job. I lived with a doctor for a while um, as a flatmate situation. Um, we weren't <laughs> living in sin. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, God, you're talking to two conservatives here, Danny. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> that's a joke by the way yeah. i mean you're not married Monique, so you're just gonna draw you know you know um you, you wouldn't want to know anything about that yeah. actually do you yeah, know yeah. i just caught i just just caught up with joe ascroft and he's heard my um my life pain about the fact that i'm going to be 100 years old without kids and a husband so um this is very hitting very close to home didn't you, oh <laughs> you, didn't you pick up a husband at that wedding that you went to at the end of last year Oh, no, unfortunately not. I was too cold. And so went home quite early. Well, you know. Oh, you're supposed to, if it wasn't Monique, you're supposed to ask them for their jackets. Yeah. No, but all the men were cold as well. I don't want to make them cold. So it was just 
easy to jump on my car and go home. No, Monique, it's the patriarchy. <laughs> you have to you have to appropriate it when possible. Well, you know, you know, Monique, I I I bought in many ways. I bought Danielle and her partner together. So you, you know. did. So and we've already had this discussion. Where when am I? When's my turn? That's right. So I'll I'll get to work on it. So. You know, I've got, I've, I've got a good portfolio of two point three thousand followers. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> make sure none of them know how desperate I am. Yep. Well, if they listen to that podcast, this podcast, um, <laughs> they will know that. But thankfully, not many people do. So we, we should be in the clear on that. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I had a really good time. This is a good podcast. I always say that with yeah, a. I've really enjoyed I mean this. It this time. I mean it this time. Yeah, so, it's good. I'm sure you meant it with Chris Pink. So, yeah. Yeah, he was all right. He was average. Yeah. We talked too much. Shout uh, out to Chris, who I think actually listens to this. Yes, I, yeah, hey, Chris. And, um, and, and, and boo to um, Simon Bridges, who um, really burned me on, personally on Twitter. Yeah. Like, that, oh, that's a good burn. Yeah. His number Although, one actually, yeah. I think you, you, you burned him even worse back. I just had to take the gloves off, you know, like it was a sick, it was a second yeah. time of yeah. get me on, get me, but. Oh, that wasn't just gloves off. That was, that was gloves with um, spiky things yeah. punching him straight in the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. I can, I <laughs> Brass knuckles. So to speak. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, look, that was the anxious conservative podcast. We didn't talk about anxiety really or conservatism either but it was still a good podcast and that's down to uh my always very uh, uh, fantastic co-host Monique Poirier <laughs> and uh and it was and we also had uh, uh Danielle uh Julian Selman no, Ju- no Danielle Selman Julian <laughs> <laughs> and uh and this is uh, or just Danny on Twitter <laughs> yeah or just Danny yeah, just Danny <laughs> at and- Danny Selman you can follow me Yes, right, and you can. Yes, and please do. And this is me, uh, Liam, here saying goodbye, 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 goodbye. Done. Okay. Now I always make the mistake. Oh my! Of um, of cutting us all off. And I'm not going to do this.